Welcome to Thriving in Midlife Podcast, where we are learning to rise and live beyond mediocre. For women in their 40s and 50s, join this community to become the best version of yourself. I'm Cheryl Esch, the creator of this podcast, with the desire to see all women in their 40s and 50s live to their fullest potential. So let's get started with today's episode. Hey friends, welcome back to Thriving in Midlife, Living Beyond Mediocre. Just popping in for a short episode today, um, discovering the value of journaling has come to the forefront of my life because I found a huge box of some of my past journals and reflecting on those have been a pretty fun, interesting, all the above, (laughs) mixed emotions. Um, So I wanted to speak with the importance of journaling. And some of you are like, well, I don't like to write and that's just not my personality. But I feel otherwise that it is important for everybody of every walk of life to discover the art of journaling. And part of that discovery is First, to find what works best for you, and also just learning and understanding the benefits and how it can truly help your mind, particularly your mindset, and even just getting things kind of like off your chest. So you know how that feeling is when, say, you really want to tell somebody something or you have this thing that's festering inside of you, right? And then usually once you speak it or get it off your chest, there's such a relief, right? Well, that is similar, I feel, in journaling, at least for myself, in that I'm able to get things sort of out on paper, off my, you know, mind and off my heart and just really um, have that opportunity to kind of unload onto paper what I'm thinking. And then that kind of clears the head for um, other things. So we're not holding on to this. So I'm going to speak today just a little bit about, you know, why you should journal. What are the benefits? And then I'm going to offer you some journal prompts at the end. If you're one of those people that get really stuck in how to journal or what to say, um, then maybe this will help you. But I've been journaling for a long time. Actually, you can go back to even high school where we didn't call it journals then. Maybe you're with me. We called them diaries. And you had this little, well, might have been before high school. Those little, I had a little pink book with a little lock on it and a tiny little key and it was called a diary back then. And it was where you could write secrets and things that you were thinking that maybe you didn't want anybody else to see. And that can be said for even journaling. So I really got into journaling probably after college. And not that I was consistent and have been consistent, but there have been years and periods of my life where I have been consistent. And I know when I've been consistent that uh, it really has made a difference in my life, whether it's um, 
daily or weekly, whatever I've um, chosen to do. And then I came across uh, later in life an idea of called Morning Pages brought to my attention by Julia Cameron in a book that I've mentioned before called The Artist's Way. And her idea of journaling was this, she called it morning pages, where it's almost as soon as you get up, before your brain starts to, you know, think or process of other things, you have this sort of brain dump. And she recommends, you know, even writing up to three pages in the morning and just kind of unloading, maybe even reflecting on if you had some dreams that night and getting it out on paper and then moving on with your day. And it can be just a stream of consciousness. There's no, it doesn't have to be fancy and don't judge it. Don't edit it while you're writing it. Um, And so I kind of was doing that for a while. And then, as I said before, you have to sort of find what works for you. And I certainly... I'm very um, frequent with my journaling. I can't say it's a daily thing, but I would say at least five times a week I find myself journaling. And I actually have found it better for myself because I have a slightly different morning routine that for me, journaling works better for me at the end of the day. Almost like a reflection of my day, since I, again, I said I have a separate sort of morning routine that I do that really doesn't allow me to have that time to journal, but in the evenings I seem to have time, it becomes more of that sort of reflection of the day for myself and even, you know, maybe thinking of gratitude or things that I'm, or look forward looking, um, I might write in there. So that's sort of how I structure my journaling. So it can be devised anyway, whichever works for you, but I do recommend it because like I said, you hold these things inside and then there's just nowhere to put them and they get it. There's sometimes emotions attached to what's going on in our brains. So we need to sort of unload those somehow. And we don't always have the ear of a friend to maybe uh, lend us that, you know, ability to kind of talk to them about something we're feeling or thinking about. So, or maybe it's private enough that you, you're a personality type that needs to process first. So if you're that type of person um, that you need to kind of process, then you need to take that time to sort of write things out and think things through before you might share them with somebody to get some feedback or, or even just, uh, sometimes I've, in my journals, I've thought of a conversation I wanted to have and kind of almost doing a written role play, um, of how I want it to go, or I think it should go is often very helpful before it actually happens. So there's lots of ways to use that journal idea and it is highly recommended that we do pen to paper. Okay. So don't say, well, I'm just going to type it on my computer. There's, there's some sort of connection. I don't know the research, but when you're putting pen to paper and there's just something there with that, um, I actually enjoy writing, you know, putting pen to paper and maybe that's sort of that creative side of me and wanting to 
just write things out because I think for me, I re- remember things that I've written out better than, than I've just typed on a computer. Plus for me, if you work at a job where you're maybe on a computer all day, it's kind of a stepping away from that to, you know, get away from the technology, I guess, and just kind of returning to the simpler things of just writing pen to paper. So that's one definitely recommendation. I think there's probably some research on what that connection is when you do that. Um, But that's definitely, I would recommend that. And finding what time of day works for you. As I mentioned, for me, it's a Evenings seem to work better, although I have done it in the mornings. I've tried to make that sort of a routine. And so even different seasons of my life, it may occur at different times as well. So, um, and then don't be so hard on yourself that if, oh gosh, I, I let a whole week, I let a whole month go by without journaling. That's okay. And just um, find that space and do it when you need to until maybe it becomes more of a habit. So another benefit of journaling is not, besides just kind of unloading and getting that things off your mind or chest and being able to sort of brain dump and brainstorm, it offers a reflection. Um, So like I said, I found a big box of mine. Um, Even some going back to the 90s, um, I did journal a lot of my trips and so those are still saved but I did lose or throw away some that were from my earlier years Um, but I have saved some and they have been interesting to reflect on and looking back at sort of those different seasons in my life what I was feeling how I was responding and how far I have come so there's there's a it's a great tool to utilize uh, if you continue doing it over a period of time, you can use those journals to reflect back on certain things and how, you know, what was the outcome? What changed? And, you know, it's just a good reflective tool uh, just to remember things as well. So maybe you're like, well, I don't know what to journal or how to journal. Then I'm going to give you some prompts or some recommendations. Obviously, you want to find a place that is free of distraction for you. And um, again, pen to paper. So if you want to buy this fancy little notebook because you just inspired or love it, um, maybe you're like me. I have a special pen that I like to write with because it's it's fluid and it it's um, soft on my hands as well. So Maybe you get so into journaling that you you buy some items like a journal book or a pen that makes the exercise a little more enjoyable. So they do recommend trying to be as consistent as you can. So here are maybe some daily journal prompts that if you're having a hard time getting started that you could use Um, for example, if you're writing maybe at the end of the day, you could reflect on who made an impact on you today. What were three positive things that happened to you today? 
You could also journal about what you're grateful for. Although I keep a separate little grateful journal where I just bullet point different things that I was grateful for for that day. Um, But you can certainly include it and elaborate more so in maybe a actual journal. Maybe you want to journal about how did you solve a problem today? Or if you like to be kind of, you know, more visual, maybe you can look at what inspired you today or look out your window and just describe or illustrate what you see. So those are all examples of maybe some prompts that might help you get you started sort of on a basic daily level. But let's say you want to go a little deeper in your journal and you want to do a little self-discovery. One, I would recommend definitely getting, again, that book, The Artist's Way with Julia Cameron. At, At the end of each chapter, she provides some amazing questions that will make you think. And you do have to sort of journal about and write out kind of your feelings and responses but you can start with some really basic things Um, talk about what color inspires you the most and then maybe why why do you feel that color is inspiring to you what is your favorite word and how is it utilized that You know, could you write it in several different ways? Is there a song or lyrics that inspire you right now in your season of your life? And these are just a few to get you started. Um, Other things you can put in your journal are maybe some goals that you're working towards and what steps you have taken to achieve that goal. There are lots of resources out there to help you get some journal prompts you can even just google it and find lots of great questions um one of my favorite journal prompts is to get me to think future forward and kind of push myself (laughs) to achieve some goals and not have some limiting beliefs is i will often ask myself this question and I like to ask it to other people too that are maybe struggling with figuring figuring out what they want to do with their lives. So we often go, well, what is my purpose? <laughs> and one of the greatest questions I have found, at least for me, is something along the lines of, if money and time were no object, what would you be doing with your life? And I think that brings to you know the heart and the core of what excites you, what drives you, and often we don't pursue those things because we have limiting beliefs. Uh, we look at money and time a lot as prevent the things that will prevent us from reaching those goals. And so if we take those out of the equation, and you just think, what would I be doing if I had like if I had all the money in the world and I had all the time in the world? What would I be doing with my life? And I love that question um, because it really shows where your your heart is and where your passion is. Um, 
And your purpose will come through following your passion. I know people are like, well, what's my purpose? I think it requires action and just uh, moving forward. You will discover what that is. And the best thing you can do for yourself is to do what you enjoy. And if you don't know what that is, then keep asking yourself that question. Keep digging deeper and keep unraveling that and getting to deeper layers and keep asking the question different seasons of your life too because it it can change depending on your season Um, for example as you know I'm in my empty nest season so um, you know and from my 20s that that answer has certainly changed I would say in my 20s when I would have asked myself that question or thought about that question. You know, for me, it was like, oh, I'd have my own dance company and I would tour and I would have this and that. And now that's not the goal. I mean, I'm just in a different season of my life. Okay. I'm in my fifties. I'm certainly not going to be dancing professionally like I thought I would in my twenties. So we do have seasonal changes in those sort of that mindset. So that is a excellent prompt. I will make sure I add that into the notes for you. Um, Another really difficult, but really insightful prompt that you can do. And this is one that I have struggled with. I've tried to do it. And I can't say I've been happy with any of the versions I've come up with. So the question is, um, for you to write your eulogy. And what this does is it actually makes you think about if you were to die, how would people speak about you? What would they say in your eulogy? And so if you are imagining it's being spoken about your life and after you've passed at your current point in your life, then it makes you really reflect and go, well, I'm not really living the life that I want people to, you know, say about me after I'm dead. Like what, what legacy do you want to leave is kind of another way to look at that as well. So that's a difficult exercise and journal prompt that, I mean, you could come back to again and again and refine and it just makes you think, at least for me, that, okay, how am I living my life currently that if I were to die tomorrow, that when someone would give my eulogy, would it reflect on how I want the world to remember me by? So that was something, that's also a great prompt to use. So folks, I am hoping that you will discover the art of journaling because it is, for me, it's very freeing. It's It allows a little bit of that creativity that I have. And even if you're not creative, it's just a great way to sort of dump what's in your brain, on your heart, uh, without holding it all inside and just getting it out on paper. Remember, pen to paper is the best. And actually, I just found a study. Let's see if I can find it here. Yes, so evidence back benefits of journaling. Okay, so in a small 2020 study, um, they found mothers of children with emotional and behavior concerns wrote in a journal three times a week for six weeks. And the results suggest that keeping a journal led to more optimism and gratitude. 
both of which can boost well-being. Well, I think that goes for anybody, not just children. Um, and another 2018 study suggests that writing positive experiences for just 15 minutes a day, three times a week can help ease feelings of anxiety and stress and boost resilience. Oh, well, who doesn't need that these days? So another great reason to either revive this art of journaling if you've done it in the past or to pick up a new uh, habit and give yourself a chance to really um, notice the benefits. Do it for an extended period of time. Don't give up after the first week, but see if you can be a little consistent. Don't beat down on yourself if you don't do it daily, but at least a couple times a week till you kind of get that consistency going. And you will certainly notice the change in yourself. Maybe adding some gratitude in there in your journal prompts will also boost your positivity. So I will leave some prompt questions in the notes. So if you want to refer back to them as something, a, a tool to use for yourself, if you're new to journaling or if you're reviving that art for yourself, enjoy. And remember, let's thrive together as women and live beyond mediocre. I want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. And I hope that if you are not a current subscriber, that you will subscribe as you can find me anywhere on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Overcast. And I'm also on Instagram under thriving in midlife, all one word. So please share this with your friends, leave a review or any comments, and don't forget to rise above and thrive.